how the film Turnt is helping vulnerable children and teens. This is BHL Conversations. Welcome to BHL Conversations. You can find me everywhere at Natalie Tavidian, and I am here with the incredible Miko Taylor. You just have a heart of gold. Miko, introduce yourself. Tell us where everybody can find you. Hi, I'm Miko Taylor. I'm a director, and uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at one Miko, O-N-E-M-E-I-K-O, or you can find me on um, Facebook and Twitter at Miko Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R. Heart of Gold. I say that because you're working on a film. You're a filmmaker and you want your film to help children and teens. And we opened up with this because this is part of your uh, soundtrack. Yes, yes. Well, we actually used this song in the trailer. Okay. Um, it, will, will it be part of the soundtrack? Listen, we need some funding for that, but we will see what happens in Jesus' name. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, uh, so so yeah, I wanted to open with that and kind of give people a sense of what some of the music is going to be like, because we'll tell you a little bit more about the film and why the music is so important. Okay. So your film, Turned, this is about... Yes. It's about um, a young guy who is up-and-coming rapper, and mm-hmm. he actually turns to sex trafficking young girls to build his dream career. Okay, really, really serious topic here. You're using entertainment yes. to teach children, to yes. teach children and teens that this is actually a reality. Sex yes. trafficking happens in Los Angeles County. It happens in the United States, and a yes. lot of people don't know about this, and it was amazing. I've been doing my research about what exactly it is and um, why why it happens, who's most vulnerable, and, uh, and a lot of the kids vulnerable are young women, are yes. young yes. girls and teenagers. So. Yes. Why is this why is this subject such a big part of your life and why do you want to make this film? Yes, absolutely. So I actually spent about 8 years working at a group home with kids that were in foster care and on probation mm-hmm. and um I got the opportunity to work with a number of teens who had been trafficked. Um and what was crazy is that I'd been working there for maybe about 6 years before a girl shared with me that she'd been trafficked and um I used to see the word prostitution on some of the girls' records, and I would be like, "Mm, really judgmental, not a child of God. I'm not proud of that at all. (laughs) But, um, you know, just not really understanding what trafficking was about. You shouldn't see that on a 14-year-old, 15-year-old. Absolutely, because the average age a girl gets recruited into trafficking is 12 to 14 years old. So that's Mm -hmm. just, you know, it wasn't something that I was expecting. And so it took a young girl who I established a rapport with who shared with me that she'd been trafficked. And I was just appalled. I was shocked. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that it was happening in the U.S. I thought you get on a plane, go to a third world country somewhere, yeah. you know, you have an inappropriate inter- encounter with a kid and you come back yeah. and you live your life. I had no idea how prevalent it really was in the U.S. And so um, when I realized that, um, and I'd been working with these kids for so many years, I was like, well, how many more people are like me that just have no idea what's actually happening, how prevalent it is, mm-hmm. and much less how to protect themselves and how to protect their kids. And so I just wanted to put together a film that could probably, that could kind of illustrate that and maybe save a life in the process. I think when a lot of people do think sex trafficking, it's, you know, you think you think of the movie Taken or you think of yes. uh, what's, what's going on in third world countries right. where children are literally taken from their homes right, and right. you don't think that this happens in the United States. Right, um, right. 
and a lot of these a lot of these kids are vulnerable a lot of them are coming from broken families or they're runaways and um there is no there is no real number out there saying this is the number of missing kids or this is the number of children who are being sex trafficked and like you said in their file it says prostitution it doesn't say that they were trafficked they were forced into modern day sex slavery is what that is um well i want to say like a couple of things um you are correct that it, it's 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 there. The numbers are all over the place. I will say what we do know is that sex trafficking is actually starting to outpace drug dealing um, because You're it's kidding. so. Luc- no, I'm not kidding. It's so lucrative here in the U.S. Um, and the laws are changing now. But prior to the laws changing, it would be the girls taking all of the risk and the guys making all of the money. So why not mm-hmm. get into that? And plus, selling a girl, it's it's a renewable commodity. You can continue to sell a girl over and over again. Once you sell a drug, you have to go get more from the Connect and, you mm-hmm. know, you got your three phones. I don't know. Like, it's yeah. it's a whole process versus being able to sell a girl over and over again so you can continue yeah. to make money. Um, these guys are making, my numbers are probably old and stale, but upwards mm-hmm. to $100,000 off of one girl per year. And they usually have three to six girls that they're trafficking mm-hmm. at a time. So it, it has been very lucrative. And I wanted to also say that it's, even though my film showcases some of the girls that are in a more vulnerable population, like the group home kids and things yeah. like that, it's girls from all walks of life. There's girls yeah. that are being recruited from college campuses, that are being recruited at the malls while they're sitting with their friends or walking around with their friends, and a guy comes up and says, hey, you look like a model. Here's my card. Call me. So and it's, then they get forced into well, human trafficking. Well, they get tricked into coming to an audition or coming to do some sort of music video, and then they realize, yeah. oh, this isn't it. Get in the car. We're driving to Vegas. You finna sell whatever I tell you to sell so it's it's everybody and so I think that it's really important to and the film does you know illustrate some other girls from other walks of life because it's not just the most vulnerable population if you have Mm -hmm. a daughter and she's going to high school and it's a two-parent household it does not matter these guys are recruiting them Mm -hmm. they are snatching them up and they are forcing them to sell themselves so and what I saw is I saw the trailer and what I what I saw in there is that the men recruiting them have so much power over them. You were talking yes. about the reality of of girls here in L.A. County who are even snatched from homes or yes. not necessarily snatched. Mm-hmm. You said they get a phone call and they run out and mm-hmm. they, they go back to that lifestyle. Right. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that fear is there or... Um, you know, I do remember seeing in, in your trailer, mm-hmm. like you said, you were talking about the manicures and the cash that yes. they're waving around, and this is what you can get. I want you to touch a little bit on that, on how they're making it look like you can live a luxurious life, yes. but yes. they're forcing you. Right, right. Yes, um, the girls are... A lot of times in the group homes, when the girls would be recruited out of the group homes, mm-hmm. um, we would have residents that would come into our facility who had that on their record, and they would start talking to the other girls in the facility and kind of seeing who would be open to it, who mm-hmm. doesn't really have a family that might be looking for them, um, who doesn't have a lot of money and things like that. And they would pull out purses or they would show them their shoes and show them pictures of how other their hair and nails would were show done. This. Other girls. So they're okay. being sometimes they're being recruited by the girls. By females. But yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So the pimps actually will send the girls well not necessarily send them because they mm-hmm. end up in the group homes, but as they're communicating with their pimps still, because they get phone calls, they have rights, yeah. then um, they're being asked to recruit girls out of the facility and bring them run away and bring the girls with them. So sometimes that's happening. Um, 
So I think, you know, what I wanted to do with this film is really kind of show what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to tell the truth because I think the girls that are being recruited are often lured in with the promise of money, with the promise of gifts, um, with the promise of a relationship, which is actually the most the most that probably makes them the most vulnerable yes is is love is when they hear those words from another man that they trust absolutely absolutely so it's usually a relationship that really gets them more so than anything that they could possibly buy but part of showing that I care about you is buying you these things and treating you a certain way Mm -hmm. um, which I I illustrate in the film we I call it the boyfriending process so pretending that you have a relationship in order to get them to a mindset where they would do anything for you to help you and to make sure that you you guys survive and if now you're you're part of a family and you have somebody that loves you but as long as you go get this money for us then we'll be all right you're a part of the team so I really need you um, I think your trailer does an amazing job at showing that um, that the building of a relationship the yeah. young girl who walks into a club and she says she's shy and this good-looking man is right next to yes. her saying I'm just as shy yeah I'll hang out with you and and I saw that and I was like he can't be bad <laughs> no he's exactly. so sweet and then exactly. they develop this this relationship, yes. and then bam, he turns violent and tries to recruit yes, her yes. Um, in, into into this lifestyle. Yes. Um, you showed that beautifully. Thank you so much. I want to give a shout out to the to the the actors that played that. Um, Dakia Anderson is actually uh-huh. our lead actress. She plays Mia. We have uh, um, Young Texamil. He's a rapper here. He's actually mm-hmm. a rapper. He has some amazing music. Um, but he plays Jamal and he does a fantastic job. Offset. He is the sweetest guy. He has such a hard time getting into that role sometimes when I have to have him grab or slap yeah. or whatever the case may be because it's so not him. But yeah. he understands the importance of telling this story and being truthful about it and so mm-hmm. he really goes for it and he goes there. I have a, um, an amazing comedian, Rod Kells, um, who, who plays the gorilla pimp actually in the film, uh-huh. So, um, but with some with some humor because we needed to lighten it up a little bit. Yeah. So it's not all, you're not going to be crying the entire time. Yeah. You're going to laugh too because this guy, he's just an amazing comedian. And then we have Latia Solomon um, who plays the recruiter. Um, okay. She's hood fabulous. Um, she's awesome. We also have uh, Kevin McCall, who's uh-huh. a Grammy Award winning singer yes. who's in the film, and also Braylee Evans, who was featured on um, Being Mary Jane. So yeah. we have some awesome some talent. Big names, I, I got great yeah. Talent. I got a, I got the opportunity to work with some great actors, and um, yeah, I'm just really excited. About what what, they what have a lot of them said about the the message you're trying to or you're hoping to get out into the community? Yeah, um, I think we all have just come together and want to just help you know however we can with this with this project um, one of the things that I always do with every film that I do I, I do films that tell a message and that have a okay. message and say something important because what are we using the platform for yeah. if we're not helping people and changing the dialogue changing yeah. minds changing hearts in society so I really am a film filmmaker that's about that and so when I bring people on I want them to understand what are we doing and what is this mm-hmm. really about do your research on sex trafficking yeah understand what we're really fighting for and what we're really fighting about yeah. each and every one of them were so surprised to hear how prevalent it was here in the U.S. and just um, you know what is actually happening with these girls once they get recruited and what are you some of the things that they're even doing? Even though you're working, in I the was home with these girls, yes. and, and you're mentoring them, and yes. you had no idea that Absolutely. this is where they come from. Absolutely, and that's why this film is so important because yeah. I think that there's a lot of people like me who never touch and 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 and, and get to work with any of these girls, and uh-huh. so for them to not for me to not know that what was going on and it's right under happening right under my nose I just wondered how many people were like me that had absolutely 
absolutely no idea what was happening in the U.S. as it related to trafficking. And then if you don't know, then how do you save your own girls? How do you protect them? How do you have the dialogue? I feel like this film is more Mm -hmm. than just a documentary because it allows people to sit and breathe with the characters and really get to follow the journey and really see what it's about. And I'm hoping that girls from different walks of life will be able to see themselves within the characters, Mm -hmm. be able to recognize what are some of the tactics that traffickers are using to recruit them and to pull them in and then to be able to say no and to save a life in the process. As difficult as it is to to speak about sex trafficking, it's not a light subject. No. But it's it's the truth that's happening. It's happening out there. And um, I hope that young girls go out and watch this. Yes. And we were talking about this earlier about like what you just mentioned. It is not a documentary. You're not going to sit there and learn right. all the statistics, even right. though the st- statistics are shocking. Right. It's it's entertaining. Yes. It is entertaining. Yes. It's a hip hop drama. Is right. What, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's something that you want to watch, and it's something that you want gets the truth out there. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, I've taken a uh, really painstaking time to, <laughs> to make sure that the script is is, is interesting. Um, it's in the the dialogue, definitely lends to the younger crowd, because that's yeah. what I work with all day, so I know how they talk. Mm-hmm. I know what, you know, gets their attention, um, and so we definitely got that into the storyline. We have a lot of jokes in there. Yeah. Um, the music, uh, we have original music that's going to be created, um, which I think is going to be so powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, I want this soundtrack to be something that people can really listen to on the radio even. Um, And we have an amazing, amazing music music producer that's going to be working on our stuff. His name is Javon Dawkins. I know he won't be mad if I tell his name. (laughs) Um, I'm so excited to work with him. Um, He has some really great plans for the original music. Um, Almost like an empire type of level type of stuff so um, be on the lookout for that but I think all of these elements coming together Uh it's just an entertaining story but we're feeding knowledge and we're feeding information in the process and I think that that's going to be really key to grabbing that younger audience and getting them to sit down and watch it and really understand what we're saying it doesn't feel like we're spoon feeding you the medicine but we are yeah we're just giving you some sugar in the process and that young audience you mentioned it was heartbreaking for me to hear how young these girls are how young are they when they're getting trafficked how early yes. does it begin um, the average age a girl gets recruited in trafficking is between 12 to 14 years old um, a lot of the girls that I was working with they had already been in it for a few years yeah. um, because they were 16 17 18 years old um, yeah. I I witnessed so much I had girls being basically essentially kidnapped from our facilities being picked up by their pimps and taken away from our facility um, we had a girl who actually passed away she ran away from our facility and two weeks later was back out um, um, and as she was crossing the street to get in a John's car, was hit by a car. That's and so, you know, so that, it absolutely is. And I think those those instances and those moments where mm-hmm. I see things like that happening has made me so much more adamant about making sure that this film gets made because okay. I want to be able to, you know, to talk to girls before they even get into that mm-hmm. and um, just let them know what really what's really going on. It's not as glamorous, like you said, as yeah. as the recruiters like to make it seem. We yeah. show just the worst Johns ever in life. You know, like, we cast it so, so great um, with this film, and I can't wait to show some of those scenes, because the people that we have her, you know, kind of, you know, as her customers, Mm -hmm. you would not... It looks so inappropriate. You would not, as a young girl, be interested in this guy. Yeah. Um, but this is going to be your life if this is what you what you go for and this is what you want to do. So mm-hmm. um, I think that it was just really important to just be really realistic, to tell the truth, 
Um, I actually had a friend of a fa- of our family who shared with me that she'd been trafficked. So to be able to pick up the phone and say, hey, who negotiates the rates in the room and have some realistic information to put into the film and really show. Did this friend open up to you she after? She did. She did, yes. After the fact yes. that she realized. So you're already yes. touching lives just yes. talking about it, yes, just having absolutely. the conversation. absolutely. And, and just inspiring incredible. her to share her story and be yeah. willing to, you know, tell me more. And um, she was like, whatever information you need, just call me. So I was like, what did, you, what did they do about this? And how did this yeah. work? And, you know, so I have all of that information into the film. real life yes. experiences and events yes. Yes. To, to tell the story. Absolutely. So the film is not complete. Where are Correct. you right now? What Correct. are you looking for? Yes. How can people help? Yes. So um, our film, you can follow us on um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're at at Turnt Movie, T-U-R-N-T, okay. M-O-V-I-E. Um, so we'd love you guys to just follow us and, you know, follow our journey. Where we're at right now is I actually believe in this project so much that I funded the first part of it myself. Wow. And we went out and we shot um, for about four days, got on set, and got some great footage. Um, we created a trailer and now we're shopping that around thank you so much thank you so much I've got some great feedback on it and I'm so excited to show the rest of the film yeah um and so right now we're looking for people to partner with that want to help us get this film made we're definitely looking for an executive producer for the film as well but right now we're just plugging along continuing to promote continuing to do what we can with what we have until we have what we need Okay, so an EP. Yes. What else do you need? Yes, that's it. Because everything else is already in place. We have all of our talent in place. They're ready to go. They're waiting um, for me to just call and say, hey, we're coming on set and we're doing this at this point in time. Um, We have our cast. We have our crew. Um, We work, my crew works with me on a lot of different projects. I'm always, you know, doing something. So we come together and they're just waiting. And um, we're ready whenever someone wants to step in and help out. I want you to talk a little bit about Infinite Films sure. and how you became a filmmaker and, sure. and your background with using arts <clears throat> to tell stories. Absolutely. Um, I actually started um, out as an actress and okay. uh, working. I, when I was younger, I used to uh, force my siblings to, <laughs> I would write little plays and force them to to um, perform <laughs> them. I was like, you don't get these lines right. <laughs> exactly. So I was already directing at a really young age. Something in uh-huh. me already knew that that's what I was supposed to do, but I had no idea. And yeah. so, um, you know, a couple twists and turns, I ended up, I landed in L.A. Um, thinking that I was going to be an actress, and I wasn't booking. And okay. um, I went to a church play audition. I'm like, all right, Lord, something from your house. Mm-hmm. I got to be able to get that. And I didn't get it. And I was like, what? Like, I is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, I okay. think a lot of, you know, I artists that you have that. I looked at it in the, in the positive light. It's like, <laughs> well, it's not that you can't do this. It's that. Yeah. Well, you know what, you. Natalie? At the time, I was like, Lord, you tripping. You done got me all the way out here in L.A. <laughs> and I don't know what is happening, but I'm not booking anything. But when I went to this church and um, I auditioned, I didn't get it. Uh-huh. But a couple of weeks later, the lady um, called me and she actually asked me to come in and be one of the actresses okay. that um, she was teaching a directing class. And she okay. wanted me to be one of the actresses that the directors would learn how to direct. So I went and no one showed up but me. And she okay. was like, well, do you want to go through the training? And I'm like, I guess. The training to direct? To direct. Okay. And so she took me through this training. And what was great about that program is once you finish going through the training, it was like one day, then you would assist and direct on a play. Okay. And so I actually started out directing theater in church um, for six months. Uh-huh. Um, and then I transitioned from there. I got inspired. I went up to the Bay Area, which is kind of where I grew up. I'm from Chicago, but I grew okay. up in the Bay Area. And um, I shot my first short film, and I brought it back and um, 
I just got a lot of good feedback on it. I knew there were some things I needed to work on in terms of technical, but I knew acting. And um, prior to coming out here, I'd been working in corporate America, actually. So I've had like a million (laughs) lives at this point. Um, But I worked in corporate America in human resources, and I worked as a project manager. So once I started directing, it kind of married everything that I had been learning, my my business side, but then also my acting side. Because it helps to know all the the different sides Absolutely. So what is making Sometimes you don't know a positive thing while it's happening. And yes. I think that's, yes. I, I hope you know yes, yes. that that's now, what's it, happening to you because you're all, doing amazing things. Thank you. It all started yeah. to make sense. So yeah, that's yeah. kind of how I got into directing. And um, I would say that, you know, for people, filmmakers who want to get in and can't uh-huh. afford to go to film school, because I'd already gotten my MBA, so I was not finna pay another $90,000 yeah, to go no. back to school. Who's finna do that? Um, so so you I tried to... your blood. You can do Yes, it. absolutely. But have the integrity and, and the drive to learn your craft. And you yeah. can learn that by not being in the classroom, get a book, yeah. go on set, talk to artists, and that's exactly what I did. And I just started to develop. Sometimes the actors don't show up, yeah. then you become yeah. the director. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So be inspired. <laughs> be inspired, even if you can't afford it. If that's what your heart desires and that's what you want to do, the Lord will make a way. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay, is there anything I missed? Anything more you want to mention about the film, where people can find you? Um, well, I can say, once again, I'm on Instagram, one Miko, um, okay. and then on Facebook and Twitter as Miko Taylor. Um, my film, Turnt, is at Turnt Movie, so please do follow us. Please do talk about it, tell pe- people about it. Um, I also have a website um, for my company, and we have information on our film there. If you okay. happen to want to donate to the film, we would love that there's a button online where you can do that or you can reach out to us and find out more information on how to invest as well and um, my website is www.infinitefilms.com and it's um, the letter N F-I-N-I-T-E films Infinite Films yes infinitefilms.com so you can go on our website and take a look at what we're doing you can actually see a snippet of our film on there as well so we have a little bit of footage up and just some additional information Mm -hmm. some statistics on trafficking and why this film is so important shocking statistics yes 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 well Mika thank you so much thank you for sharing for sharing your film it's such a big topic it's such an important subject to get out there yes yes. and I hope the next time we see you we'll be talking about the final product girl from your lips to God's ears thank you so much Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to BHL. Again, I'm Natalie Tavidian, and you can find me everywhere at Natalie Tavidian. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.